0: with more happiness and prosperity through his master in the game of life podcast and books paul also helps people to get their own inspirational messages and powerful stories out into the world as well as being involved in supporting many charitable organizations in their development fundraising and projects
1: Welcome listeners to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. And you'll notice I said mastering the game of life and not speaking from our hearts. So this is this is the beginning of a, a new era, if you will, a new start. There's a new focus and the messages that are going to come across from this point are going to be very, very much more action driven. Um, you know, that'll be reflected by the guests as well and their messages. And uh, we start that process today by introducing a lady uh, from Spain, a lady by the name of Lynn Smith. Lynn is also known as the Queen of Hearts and she is a love, dating, and relationship expert. Lynn, a very, very warm welcome to you. Good morning to you, Paul, and thank you very much for having me. So, uh, what we spoke about a little bit off here was the title It's Time to Commit to Mastering the Game of Life. So, just uh, probably a good starting point is for you. To share with us what you what you see uh, what you perceive around that title uh, mastering the game of life what does that mean to you? Well, I think the reason
0: why it's important to me and why it's important to everybody else is the reason I feel why people thrive or survive or just remain stuck in their lives is because they are either learning and growing or they're actually refusing to learn and grow and therefore are feeling bored and resigned to just living life in a mundane way and not growing and thriving. And that all comes down to awareness. You know, if we're not aware of what we can do to live a better, healthier, more fulfilled life, then we do get stuck in just remaining in this stuck state of not really experiencing and living our life to our full potential.
1: Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. So what does, in terms of your own personal life then, what, what does mastering the game of life, what does it mean to you personally?
0: I feel it's all around, first of all, the word awareness again. You know, it's around how can we live to our full potential? Because as humans, I feel we're designed to always learn and grow. And that's how we do survive and not only survive, but thrive and live our highest potential. Because if we're not living up to that highest potential and always learning and growing, then what we're doing is we're staying stuck or even dying. So for me, it's about educating people that, If they do feel in their lives currently that there's a lot of challenge and a lot of frustration, there's a lot of issues and there are a lot of problems and they don't feel like they're progressing, then, you know, do due diligence, research how you you can look at those challenges and those problems in a different way to learn, grow and progress and, and feel as though you're becoming more alive and more aware and progressing in life so that you are living more fulfilled within your life.
1: Mm. I love the word you use there, awareness. What uh, very appropriate, really, to take us back uh, to the very first podcast that was done, um, which was ironically under the title um, Mastering the Game of Life. And it's, it's been on a, jo- a, vo- a voyage of discovery since then, and obviously that changed to Mastering Life and that changed to Speaking from Our Hearts. And it's interesting, isn't it, how it's come full circle back to how it started out. And, you know, that awareness of, you know, what being wiser for the experiential learning, because it brings in a point, doesn't it, that, you know, awareness is great. It's a fantastic side of the coin but it's only one side of the coin. We need to take action, don't we? We need to, you know, we need to experience things. We need to test things in order to grow. And yes, we may end up back where we started, but boy, are we wiser for the experience, uh, much more wiser for the experience.
0: Yeah, certainly. I feel that, you know, some people um, avoid taking action because they fear failure. They feel that, that they might make a mistake. But you know what? What's the worst thing that can happen? You know, you might make a mistake, you might fail at doing something, but like you just said, you are and you will be wiser for that experience and be able to tweak something, even just a minor, in a minor way, will give you a different result. And there's no need to fear what that result might be.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um, actually, I was, as I was listening to you speak there, I'm, I'm thinking around just sort of, Going back to that first podcast, mastering the game of life is as simple as A B C, and the A was the awareness that we've just spoke around the b that is the beliefs and the C is the creativity let's um Let's dive in a little bit around beliefs if we may to in your opinion, how influential are. Beliefs in our lives, you know, in, in in terms of general, and certainly being able to uh, to master the game of life. They're huge.
0: Uh, I don't really think the majority of people are, are aware of the self talk and and what beliefs they are carrying around with them that actually aren't serving them. So you know, if I had a belief around money that money is evil or or, or money, you know, is is um just for the affluent. Then obviously that my different experience will be, uh, you know, very much around that being a truth for what I'm living. And somebody who has a different belief around money, who do does believe that you know they are abundant and uh, money wakes the world go around, will be living a a very different life to you know the person that doesn't have that belief, don't they?
1: Absolutely, you know we attract what we, uh, you know what we are, what we think. I think uh, I don't know what the origin of that quote is, but the you know there's many variations of that, and uh, you know it's absolutely true, isn't it? What you focus on, you attract, and you and you get. Um, you know, I think it, very simple example: if you stand there at a dartboard and and focus on trying to get a bullseye, and you throw enough darts, sooner or later, you're going to get a bullseye. Whereas if you stand there with your head looking at the floor and, well, I'll never get a bullseye, never, never, you probably end up throwing most of the darts in the floor because you're not focused on the target. And that's just a very simple example, isn't it? Yeah, a very good example. You know, as Henry Ford
0: said, who was the car manufacturer, you know, uh, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. So if you think you can do something, you're more likely to, you know, achieve that result on embracing that belief or whether you believe that you can't do something again you're more likely to see the result that supports that as well
1: i think you ought to have added in i'm not i'm not quite sure either (laughs) maybe (laughs) (laughs) cover all three bases but anyway we move on so what about the creativity then so we've got the a for awareness the b for beliefs um sorry is there anything else you want to add on beliefs before i move on to creativity
0: no uh, i'm happy to move on yeah
1: so what's your thoughts around creativity in our lives then? What, what, what does that mean to you? Is it important or is it just, I don't know, are we, are we conning ourselves? Because I've heard that said by people, well, you know, thinking differently, Paul, telling yourself different things, it's, you're just conning yourself. Well, what's your reaction to that?
0: Well, the thing is that our imaginations are very powerful, you know, and it's a useful tool to, um, you know, support our growth. So if you can't actually believe for now, you know, that you can live a a great, productive life because of your previous conditioning, um, then that's okay. You know, it's not wrong to to actually feel that you're not being true to yourself if that's your current belief. But by reinforcing and and challenging that thinking to something a bit more self-serving and more positive around, you know what, I'm going to start. To um, look for different ways of thinking and different ways I can support serving me to live a more powerful, better, purposeful life. Then you know that's something that you can embrace on a daily basis, which will then eventually, if you keep reconditioning yourself along those lines, will become more concrete until it's an absolute you know, certainty and more positive belief that then does start to attract the results that you would want to see in your life that, that demonstrates that it is improving and that
1: you are growing. Mm. I love that word you use there, that, that purpose word. Absolutely love that word. Um, yeah, we'll come back to that, I'm sure, in, in, um, in a little while. I mean, as well as the awareness, as well as the beliefs, I mean, beliefs, as you absolutely rightly say, are are, are beyond huge. Um, they all are, aren't they? I mean, they're all kind of part of the same powerful package. You know, put the three together. And I'm not saying they're the only three, but they're three very powerful influences. And, uh, you know, you're certainly well on the way to... Uh, you know, getting, gaining some key insights around mastering the, the game of life. Because I think, you know, knowledge is one thing, but then we're back to that simplicity, or not as the case may be, of taking action, aren't we? Because without that, they're just fancy words on paper, aren't they?
0: Yeah, and I do agree, you know, that um, sometimes it can be quite a challenge for people to think that they can't change their lives if they're currently experiencing, you know, um, a lot of frustration and a lot of unhappiness. But you know what? You have got the power. You can look at things differently. You can choose to connect with your heart more and really feel and, and be more intuitive around what is you as a person and your heart actually advising you to do you know sometimes we just need to stop and, and listen and connect to our hearts and then on the back of that like you say the other side of the coin of doing is then you know well how can I implement something you know maybe a different way of thinking that supports me in making that change that's going to help me progress and live that more fulfilling alive life
1: mm, definitely Um, You know, we've mentioned the power of beliefs there. You've mentioned that massive, massive P word, purpose, as I say. We'll come to that in a little while. I just want to uh, dive in, if I may, around what we both know um, are also immensely powerful, the six human needs, because they are, you know, they are critical factors, aren't they, in, uh, in life in general, but certainly, you know, working towards mastering the game of life.
0: Yeah, as you and, and me, you know, totally know, that the, uh, the human needs are our drivers and will actually even compromise our values to get our needs met, you know. So, um, yeah, very, very powerful insights and tools to uh, certainly share with people
1: let's have a little sort of uh, whistle stop into those six and 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 in the context of how they can help us master the game of life so let's start with the uh, the old favorite certainty how important is it um you know or, or more important you know what is certainty what you know why is it important in our lives you know how 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 can we put this into our lives to create a significant stepping stone Towards mastering mastering the game of life, you know, what's your views around certainty and how it may serve us?
0: Well, certainty is what's familiar to us. You know, certainty is is about what what we're comfortable with right now, um, and certainty, you know, to obviously to a, a large degree is is a, a nice safe area for to, for us to to sit in uh, and uh, feel comfortable around. But I suppose within that, you know. Um, after a period of time, if, if life gets very, very repetitive and certain, then obviously the opposite side of the coin to that is that you, you become very bored.
1: Mm. And certainly from your own work and your own sort of professional focus around love, dating and relationships, um, I mean, do you, do you come across it much where, you know, people in relationships say, oh, do you know what? The relationship is very certain. Um, but it's, you know, like you say, it's it's boring. There's nothing happening. I mean, is that, is that a cause of breakup in relationships?
0: Yeah, I feel it definitely is. You know, that, that there are relationships that get to a point where they become so predictable and so certain that, you know, you just, like I just said, get very bored with it. And then really don't have, most people don't necessarily have the tools or the awareness to, to know how to change that, to to invoke more spice, to invoke more uncertainty, if you like, more more spontaneity, more variety, to 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 to, to progress that relationship in a different direction, to ensure its longevity. Mm.
1: Or could it be as well that you know they have got the tools, they have got the insights, they have got the awareness, but you know the relationships run its course. I mean that that's kind of. OK as well, isn't it? Massively, yeah. I think, you know, each relationship is there and
0: presented to you at any one point in time for you to learn whatever lessons you need to learn and uh, vice versa. And then, like you say, that there, there probably becomes a period where, you know what, this relationship is now on its course. You need to move on and attract and, and the next person that's going to give you the next lot of life lessons. <laughs>
1: Round two Or or four or five or whatever. Okay, so obviously, from the certainty, we've then also got the uncertainty and the variety, or variety, haven't we? Tell us about that. Maybe good to stick with the relationship theme, you know, bearing in mind that that's, you know, relationships in life are massive, yet again, in mastering the game of life. So, you know, we could speak generally. And I think to a certain degree, we are speaking quite general. Might be useful to start focusing it in a little bit more now around you know, that key aspect of all our lives, relationships. So what's your thoughts around sort of variety stroke uncertainty in our world in the context of relationships?
0: I feel uh, we've quite wrongly been educated and parented to be more the same as men and women, which I've discovered isn't serving our society in terms of romantic relationships. You know, men and women are different. Men aren't hairy women, you know, they think differently, (laughs) they behave differently, they are obviously physically different. So, it's a case of you know getting back to basics and, and thinking back to what our wisdom teachers knew, and that is you know that men and women are different for a reason, otherwise, we wouldn't need the different sexes, we'd just be able to procreate ourselves. So it's, it's, it's about, you know, embracing those differences, you know, and that variety is what creates passion in relationships. It's what creates that aliveness. It, it's what creates that attraction.
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on to the third human need, then, the need for significance. How does that fit in in a relationship context? Yeah, interesting
0: one. I, I feel that... Quite often, you know, dramas that happen in relationships are driven by a need for significance from one partner or the other, you know, and it is probably worth touching on at this point, you know, that our human needs can get met in a negative or positive way. So if you're somebody that, uh, you know, very much creates drama in your relationship, or you're with somebody that creates drama in a relationship, that usually is probably. On the back of them meeting their high need for significance
1: mm, interesting yeah and the um the flip side of the significance is the love and connection now i know from the conversations i've had with countless people this this uncertainty this ambiguity around the world word love I think connections are fairly sort of straightforward understanding, but love, I mean, that just opens up so many different uh, aspects and ideas and, and, you know, dynamics, doesn't it? You know, what what is love? Well, I I certainly think the basis
0: for most relationships is the connection and that's where you have got that friendship and things in common. But what, what sort of helps it evolve more into love is, is embracing that diversity, as I mentioned earlier on, and um, you know, uh, being comfortable with somebody being different to who you are, and being absolutely, I suppose, um, allowing that difference not to impinge upon your own mindset and your own response to them being different, but meet it in a, and in a loving way so that, you know, that you are always in a position whereby you're not only giving love, but you're not having any expectations around what you expect from them. And on the back of that, you'll receive their love in return. Mm.
1: Yeah, so those first four needs, they're like the, the, the basic needs, aren't they? The core, um, the core needs. And then the, the next two are what uh, the highest spiritual needs. And we need those first four in, in place um, before we go on to the spiritual needs. But the fifth one, the first of the spiritual needs, is the need for growth, isn't it? And, you know, in the context of mastering the game of life generally, I think it's fair to say that it goes nicely with growth because we're learning new things. And um, so what's your thoughts around the growth then? How, how does this fit uh, either in a general concept of mastering the game of life or more specifically in a relationship uh, context?
0: I think it brings us back nicely to that word awareness again. It's all around, um, you know, as we've probably mentioned before, we don't know what we don't know until we do. And, uh, you know, it is around uh, if life isn't great for you right now, researching or getting a coach or mentor to help you see things in a different way or experimenting yourself with, you know, thinking in a different way or behaving in a different way to get a different result and, and not being scared of fear or let fear stop you from. Um, trying something new, you know, don't let any fear of failure or rejection. Try, let, you, let it stop you from trying something new. Uh, just know that whatever result you get is just feedback and learn from that and grow from that.
1: Mm. And then the ultimate human need, uh, the highest need, um, is the need for contribution, isn't it? And I often feel that's like a big umbrella where that all the other five sit underneath. And you know when we um, when we look at these six human needs, I mean yes, collectively they're a big, big, big stepping stone, um, as you quite rightly say. So so is beliefs. Um, so just tell us around your thoughts then around um, you know the uh, the contribution element, either in a general mastering the game of life context, and or the context specifically of relationship. What's your thoughts? What's your feelings around this contribution element?
0: I think first and foremost, you know, that contribution has to be to yourself. You know, what relationship have you currently got with yourself? Because I think for most of us, and this is just my own personal opinion, that the relationship you have with yourself quite often reflects, um, you know, your external relationships as well. So if you can look at yourself and, and know that you can love and appreciate yourself and believe in yourself, and value yourself then that's probably how others will treat you externally so it's very important i think to start off with in terms of contribution what are you contributing first and foremost to yourself
1: Mm. yeah definitely because you can't give what you don't have can you i mean that's the simple um and i know i've opened that up as a debate to many uh, guests previously and there's been varying answers oh yeah you can You can always give something different, you know, and that's not for me to judge whether that's right or wrong. I think, you know, certainly from a podcast host perspective, all you do is is set the question and um, you know invite thoughts to come forward accordingly without judgment that they're right, wrong, or indifferent. But um, certainly an interesting one, isn't it?
0: Yeah, massively. Um, You know, and again, that can be quite challenging for people. You know, they um, have been conditioned by life events and and the way they've been parented and the way they've been taught by teachers as they've been growing up. And that obviously has affected, you know, what they currently believe and uh, what they are currently uh, understanding about who they are and what they are. But that doesn't mean you have to, you know, keep those things in your head if they're not serving you and your life right now.
1: Mm. Yeah. You mentioned two or three times previously, and I reinforced it about the fact that we'd be coming to purpose, and we will. You know, just just bear with us on this. We are getting to this this massive thing called purpose. But before we do, I want to touch on a word, uh, a simple another P word, a simple four letter word, and I want to touch on this and ask you what your thoughts are in terms of how and I will use the word critical. It is in in helping us to take those first. Uh, steps to committing, mastering the game of life, and that word is pain. A lot of people shy away from that word, pain, don't they? What's your thoughts in terms of you know the role it plays in uh, in our stepping stones along that uh, path?
0: Yeah, it's an important one. Um, pain actually can be a very good leverage, can't it, for change? Um, because the majority of people are more motivated to move away from pain um, in order to make a change than they are around being motivated towards you know, something that's going to give them pleasure, that's just human nature. <laughs> so in the short term, you know, pain can be a very useful leverage for you know, making us make that first small step, whatever that might be.
1: Yeah, and that's the key thing, though, isn't it? To have something to focus on going forward. You know, earlier on, when I used the example of focusing on the dartboard, you know, trying to to aim towards the bullseye. Because without that focus, you know, is there's an old saying, isn't it? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. And I think that's very relevant here. So it's about having that pain as a starting point that leverages you quite rightly call it. And then, okay, so what is my target? What am I looking at here? And that, for me, is, is that P word, purpose. You know, where are we going? What we're we looking at? Why am I here? What, what's your thoughts around purpose and how critical it is in terms of mastering the game of life? I feel it's huge, you know. Um, without P, the, the P word, purpose,
0: um, I, I do feel that people... Um, you know, are lost and quite often stuck in a very unfulfilling way of of being. You know, purpose usually is something that gives people a reason to get out of bed in the morning and helps them live that more happier, prosperous life that we're all entitled to, to, to live. You know, and this isn't a pipe dream. You know, we can all have that more p- purposeful, meaningful, fulfilling life. It's just that, unfortunately, for most people, they haven't been given the tools or have researched or even know that there is, you know, new levels of awareness out there to help
1: them create that for themselves. Mm, definitely, definitely. I want to sort of work towards an end now to bring things I mean we could talk for hours about this couldn't we I mean you know just a a title like mastering the game of life is so immense that we could we could be here for days weeks we could be here forever more talking about this and um you know, I'd certainly like to invite you back on and, you know, we can dive into other aspects. But I wanted to start it with a, a sort of focus of, um, you know, talking about relationships. And and as you brilliantly pointed out, that relationship with ourself is is so critical as well, first and foremost. So I want to sort of, before I ask you a big, big, big question, just invite you in to, to share your contact details for listeners. You know, how people can reach out to you, get in touch with you. Um, what are those details?
0: I think probably one of the best ways to contact me is through my website, which is uh, hearts entwined.com.:
1: Well, they'll be in the show notes. That's, that's fairly, uh, fairly um, easy to remember. Okay, so finally then, the big question. Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll the big question so in terms of you know the the title that we chose it's time to commit to mastering the game of life what if there was just one thing that you could single out maybe there isn't because i mean we've touched on beliefs you know awareness creativity six human needs the power of purpose the part that pain plays in. but is there one is there one message more than anything that for you based on your research your knowledge, your experience—that you would leave, um, you know—as as the you know the critical or a critical factor that goes towards mastering the game of life. What would that message be? No one word, really. Love, and to
0: just expand on the context of love is that you know it's my belief that we are, you know, in in our purest form, love energy, and we've lost you know, that connection with it, you know, we can either choose to live by connecting to our hearts and listening more intuitively to ourselves, to what are the love messages that we are receiving to, to live that uh, better, higher, more purposeful self, or, you know, um, are we going to still stay stuck uh, and choose the opposite option of, of fear and, you know, let that Mind chatter in our minds, stop us achieving
1: you know who we' are meant to be. that's beautiful. that was very simply but massively powerfully put thank you for that so uh, and on that thank you and gratitude note, Lynn, i just I really do uh offer my sincere gratitude for your shares, your wisdom, your insight. I know personally I have that benefit um of being able to um you know say that um you know I've been on that journey with you uh, I understand the power of what you're saying so um yeah immense gratitude for sharing that thank you thank you very much so you mentioned there about um you know embracing our hearts that's very 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 relevant because all that leaves me to do now listeners is to say remember mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts
0: thanks very much for listening to this mastering the game of life podcast episode if you found it interesting and helpful, drop a line to Paul via paul at paul With any thoughts or questions you may have, he'd love to hear from you and he'd be more than happy to respond. Alternatively, check out Paul's website at www.paul-low.com. Remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts.